Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and kind and gentle GM, boo-woo, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. And a little bit of wine earlier. Now I'm drinking tea, so I'm a little weirdly neutral, you know? Stace Babcock. I'm just weirdly. <laughs> and Alex Finn. I deadlifted 200 pounds. Suck it. Damn, dude. Way to go. Speaking of achievements, we have a new patron. Ooh, go us. Hell yeah. Quentin has joined us as a patron. I've known Quentin since middle school. He is a great guy, archaeologist, curator, just a, an all-around amazing dude and musician. Thank you so much, Quentin, for your support. He's all that, and most importantly, a patron of Explorers Wanted. So thank you. Does he know what the strongest dinosaur is? He doesn't do that kind of archaeology. Oh, well, all right. Thank you anyway, I guess. Wow! I'm excited about <laughs> other kinds of archaeology. Okay. Wow. Take back my dig on the dinosaurs. <laughs> because halfway through, I realized paleontology was the word I was looking for there, not archaeology. Yeah. I let it slide. You know what you don't have to dig to find? <laughs> A good segue to Die Hard Dice. Die Hard Dice. <laughs> Die Hard Dice, they are an online purveyor of beautiful acrylic and metallic math rocks for your TTRPG experience. They have a bunch of cool designs, and right now, during the 2023 holiday season, they have a really cool holiday sale going on where you get a bunch of free stuff the more stuff you buy. But it's not just like normal capitalism, it's like, you're, it's better, it's like you're getting more cool stuff. So go on to their store, dieharddice.com, find the perfect set for you or the perfect set for the gift that you are somewhat late in giving because it is the holiday season and when you go to checkout use our code explorers wanted you get 10 percent off that's a high quality product for a little bit cheaper and you're hoping to support the show so go do that please die hard dice explorers wanted thank you so who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on alex because i don't remember you're picking on me right no i just think it's kind of your turn <laughs> that feels right mm. well I remember Charlie, the rock bear. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I wanted to say water bear, but I don't think we were dealing with those yet. We decided to steal. Yes, because we are morally gray. Well, I'd say we're morally ashen color. <laughs> we're not as neutral as gray. We're more like the anti-heroes who accidentally saved the day at this point in our careers. Right? Well, that's just us as a gaming party, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty typical for most of your campaigns. Any whoozle woozle doozle, we decided to go with a back way to rob this guy after he showed Ilson all of his good things, and we made some fun jokes. And while we were taking the back way, in our back way, we found a very mysterious creature, which were they called diggers? Burrowers uh, is what people refer to them on as. On the street, they're called burrowers, but we found out that is not the correct terminology. They are rock bears, and this rock bear was Charlie. And as Esri does, Isri charged ahead. And Esri climbed up Charlie, butt first. Not Esri's butt, but Charlie's butt. Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> because Esri was the only person who passed the perception check and noticed that there was an actual person on top of this rock bear. And Esri is like, I'm going to find out. And Yasmin was just like, I'm going to find out too. And we we're like, no, you won't. No, you won't. We're going to follow behind. Because <laughs> that's what the squishies do. So as the squishies followed behind, Esri made a friend. Esri has like St. Bernard energy. 
in that she just kind of like barrels yes. forward like hey you look like you'll be a new yeah. friend <laughs> yes but she doesn't know what to do once she catches up to them that's <laughs> true when you finally catch the car what do you do tell the car that we are going to overthrow the government is the car interested yes <laughs> That car was interested in overthrowing the government. <laughs> so after we made a buddy, we actually went to rob the man. And after breaking into the building, Yasmin was very useful in finding the keys. So that was great. And so after a little bit of checking it out, we stole almost everything that that man showed Ilson. So it might be a little suspicious. So... Magpie stole additional things that weren't shown to Ilsen. And he's like, why not? This is a regular robbery, not a targeted robbery. Thank you very much. And we brought the artificial womb for reasons. It's going to be great. Why are resisting our baby, Samson? We're never going to get any use out of it. We are going to have a baby and it's going to be great. No, you don't understand. It takes like five months, right, for that thing to pop off? Yeah. Our longest in-universe campaign was campaign one of the podcast, and that was barely three months. We're literally never going to get it. Listen, there just might be a bun in the oven when the world explodes. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I would worry about the egg. Well, it's like if... In our current situation, I would worry very deeply about the egg. Mm. Okay, so like when the world ends, we'll leave a part of ourselves behind, so it'll be fine in theory. That, yeah, that's what I'm going Oh my with. god, Ezri could willingly make an Ezri clone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm honestly waiting for Ezri to accidentally use the dirty glove and then get an Ezri rock bear hybrid. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty terrifying. It would be Please. too big to fit the tunnels. Please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where we're at in this life right now. I believe we've done one successful crime. More people know that Magpie can phase through things. And we robbed a dude. Yeah, Yasmin is starting to become a Magpie fangirl. Yeah. So we'll get to see if Yasmin starts bullying Ilsen, too. It'll be fun, won't it? It won't. Samson's giving me the exasperated look of, why are you doing this? I don't know if that'll happen, because what's happening is that Ilsen and Magpie are slowly becoming additional role models for Yasmin along with Ezri. Because we're the things that she, we're the two people she can actually emulate because she cannot emulate Ezri. Mm-hmm. Tebu's going to be so angry. You're bringing great role models back, Ezri. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. Yasmin's going to learn so much. Do you remember how it ended, Alex? Our cardio meters went off. <laughs> <laughs> so Ezri had the exo wound. She activated her flying stars and was going to fly away. Mm-hmm. As she began flying out into the street, you saw one cop tilted his head looking at you. I mean, I guess the implication was supposed to be that he was about to try to stop her because it looks suspicious. A little. <laughs> Just saying. Flying a tall woman. Carrying an egg. Carrying an enormous egg. <laughs> casually flying through the sky. From one of the more expensive merchant areas. At a non-business hours time. I mean, good on him for being able to react with anything more than just like shock. What? Just like, what? Hey. <laughs> but it was at that time you started hearing the bells or a pulse warning. For the listeners and for anything that our players may have forgotten in previous lore dumps. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Join me, listeners, in confusion. In the city of Lathe, one of the things they have to deal with are occasional pulses. They come from the Dipper. 
way out where it floats over the Well of Size. It isn't consistent how it happens, but essentially every once in a while, the Dipper generates a pulse of energy. And it's bad news for anybody who can't get behind the shelter of the black rock that the cliffs are made of. If you're exposed in any way, like directly, or if you're too close to the indirect exposure to the energy blast when it comes out, something bad will happen for sure. There are shelters set up various places in the Warrens where they make sure that there's enough of the natural rock face built up or mined rock to build up to kind of provide a shield against the pulse. Rich people on the surface usually have their eastward-facing wall lined on the inside with black rock. But you guys are out in the open right now. There are shelters on the surface city as well. You guys would know that when a pulse warning goes off, because what's happening is that there are individuals who are in charge of watching the Dipper. And they ring the alarm when they see that the Dipper seems to be powering up for a pulse. Because it's still sort of human-powered, it's not automatic. When a pulse warning goes off, you have somewhere between 10 to 15 minutes to find shelter. Mm -hmm. So Esri is screwed with our artificial womb. East-facing wall of most rich people houses? Mm -hmm. The surface city, like in general, have that architecture, like the shops and... The shops don't. Okay. It's the kind of thing that when, for example, if a pulse warning goes off and then the droners are running, the droners like immediately hit the brakes and open the door so people can run to shelters. Oh, okay. Oh, so there's a pack of people running to the shelters. Yeah, wherever the shelters are. Anybody who can't afford to have like rock in the wall. And once again, that's only the very rich that have that. They don't have to run to shelters. Mm -hmm. Just being on the surface city doesn't mean that you've got that. So Stampede is starting. Yeah. And I suppose like, because I'm imagining, like, uh, is the Dipper above the surface city in some way? Yeah, the Dipper is high enough that it is, if you were looking out from the surface of the cliff, you would be about in the upper third from the Dipper. We can't use, like, the parallax of being on the surface and the Dipper being slightly lower to... Mm -mm. Yeah, okay. When the pulse happens, you do know that the pulse really only affects lathe and some of its near surroundings. Its effectiveness dissipates once it gets beyond sort of a little bit beyond the edge of lathe. But it only affects people and living things or just people? Only organics. So you got to take your pets? It's chaos. <laughs> oh, Mr. Tompkins. This is bad news for the dog show. Oh, shit. The dog show. Oh, God. All those dogs. So where's the nearest shelter? This is one of the problems. You guys don't spend a lot of time on the surface city. I would argue we'll send spends quite a bit of time on the surface I city. I would argue we would see the direction that people are running in. Well, Ezra would. Yes, once you get to the residences, for sure. Oh, gotcha. You're in a little street that doesn't have any residences. It's just closed shops right now. Did the cop see just Ezri, or did he see everybody? I think he just saw Ezri, because you guys hadn't really stepped out yet. Okay. And he has that moment, and he immediately starts running. And at first, Ezri, you think he might be running at you, and you realize that as he's getting closer and as you're, like, tensing up, that he must be planning on running past you because he's trying to book it to a shelter. Uh, I mean, what's the distance between us and that rock bear area? Because I assume that'll be safe from the bulls. Well, that's a down a tier. For you guys who can only walk, you're probably looking at, like, a 15-minute walk just to get to the lifts mm -hmm. to go down. And even longer if you want to get to the stairs. How long? And the stairs would be the worst place if it goes off. Yeah. But what if we ran? 
if you ran, like maybe you shave off a few minutes. Your, your running doesn't help you that much in this case. Well, let me say put it this way. You could definitely attempt that and do running, and I would require you guys to make running rolls to see if you can get there in time. I will tell you that trying to run to get down to the lower tiers in the Warrens is going to be very difficult to pull off before the pulse. Yeah, and we have a basically a civilian with us, so I we may make it, but Yasmin might fall behind. So Ezri knows what to do. Okay. So Ezri will go fly down to Yasmin, hand her the egg, and pick her up. Mm. She'll look at Magpie and Ilsen and say, follow the cop. Can Ilsen roll a navigation check? Since, again, she's been on the surface city a fair amount, she might have an idea of where the nearest shelter is. Sure. Let's make it a 12. 12, all right. But tracking help Ilsen's roll. No. Damn. <laughs> That'll be our second I'm right attempt. here. You don't have a hindrance, so you could offer a help and give him an asset. Yeah, that's what I want. Yes. Okay. So that makes it a nine for Ilsen. Level of effort turning to a six. Ezri gave advice. <laughs> Follow the cop. Yeah. That makes it a three. <laughs> Everyone's just putting their hands on Ilsen like, please. <laughs> don't fuck this up. So now it's a three. Do you want to spend the effort or not? Oh, absolutely. Have you seen my rules? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a freebie. No, no, no. Uh, the effort brought to a three. Ezri gives two steps of help. Oh, what? Ezri gets two steps of help, and Magpie was giving you assistance mm-hmm. as well. Oh, okay. I rolled a six anyway, so. Haha, you're good. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, but you can only get two assets from other people. Oh, whoops. Okay, but never mind. It's Either way, it you got close it. enough. You still made it. <laughs> All right, get your hands off of me. Okay, I got it. They're like surrounding you like Auntie's <laughs> trying to direct you. <laughs> there is a shelter in the direction that cop is running. It's not the closest shelter. There's a slightly closer shelter, not running in the opposite direction, but sort of like running back. It's not towards the lifts, but there's a slightly faster route. Okay. It'll basically shave off probably like four to five minutes, mm-hmm. depending on how well you run. Okay. Ilsen is going to give uh, Ezri like brief directions just to get her in the right direction so she can fly ahead of us with Yasmin. Oh, Ezri's planning on flying to the tunnels. Is that a good idea? Because then you have to get into the tiers. Well, no. Via no, the stair side. Yeah, but she could fly a long distance each round. Okay. So over the cliffs and in through a tunnel from the stairs. But you definitely have to get into the Warrens and either to the tunnels or to a Warren shelter, one or the other. Is it doable? It's going to be tough, but it's doable because you're flying and you can fly a long distance. It's absolutely impossible for Magpie and Ilsen. Right. Yeah, Ezri's very wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And Ezri, the challenge that you're going to have is not with the movement. It's with, because this is more of an extended go, it's going to be holding on to Yasmin and the egg while you're doing all this and them not falling out of your arms and falling to their deaths over the cliff. So Ezri will set the egg on a roof where it can't really be seen. Okay. Give me some sort of roll. For hiding, like where you're going to place it or something like that to, to make it sure it's hidden. It's definitely going to be intellect-based. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm going to say the base difficulty is nine, but if you really want to make sure nobody can see it, where it is, it's going to be a 12. So there's two layers. A nine will be mostly okay, but there's a risk that some types of individuals might notice it. Got it. A 12 will guarantee that it's hidden completely. I'll spend a, a level of effort for this. Okay. I'm use my Explorer's Wanted Night's Hope. 
Die. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. It's cocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's a natty. 20. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. This is going to be hit so good. <laughs> as Reed forgets where she puts it. It's definitely hidden well. What would you propose as a major effect? Ease of retrieval. Okay. By the party only. Like somebody would need their flying stars yeah. to get at it easily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that it is. Yeah, that it, and that it is recoverable by the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she takes her cloak back. I'm pretty sure I said she put her cloak around it. She did. Okay. And then she flies off with the Yasmin towards the cliffs. Okay. I'm going to have Magpie and Ilson. I'm going to need you guys to make running rolls. Okay. You're definitely shaving off some time because of the route that Ilson has given yep. you. The question is, how much time do you shave off? So these will be running rolls of nine. For that, Ilsen is going to face morph and then re- remind Magpie that her face is well known on the surface city. I have an inability in fast movement, but I'm going to basically have fleet of foot on for this whole thing. So Neutralize it, yeah. So you're using fleet of foot, which means that you're moving a long distance each time. So you don't even need to roll because you're long distance. You're going to get that. You've got that already built into your ability. Because <laughs> you're using your edge to bypass the speed points you'd have to spend, right? Uh, yes. Ilsen keeps waiting at uh, intersections, like jogging in place, waiting for well, Magpie to catch up. Magpie's got tracking. That's not going to help. Damn it. She's not rolling to understand your directions or anything like that. You gave your directions like she knows where she's going. This is the physical exertion of running. Dope. All right. (laughs) Ilsen peeling off. So that'd be a nine might roll for... I got a 14. Okay. You guys reach this shelter and you've shaved off like several minutes. And I'm going to offer Samson an XP because Ilsen gets there first. (sighs) Yeah, all right. Shelter's full. They won't let anybody else in. Who do you give the other XP to? Alex. Thank you. Is there a way we can get onto the western side of the shelter? Just kind of like be on the like leeward side? You can definitely try that. There is going to be some potential risk for ambient effects if you're not, if you're just trying to hide behind the shelter. Side question. Are there any houses nearby that would be a shelter that are not an official shelter? The little B&E. Not in this area. You would have to be in a much ritzier residential area for that. Like, when I talk about that, I'm talking about, like, Senate houses or, you know, oligarchs of the trading guilds. Yeah, the McMansions of the surface city. Mm. Mm-hmm. Probably just mansions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the McMansions don't have anything like this. They're huddled in these shelters, too. And they're certainly not excited about accepting people who look like they're from the Warrens. <laughs> ah, yeah. awkward. Is it really full, or are they just being jerks? It looks like it theoretically might be possible to squeeze in uncomfortably, but they are being dicks about mm-hmm. it. Can Magpie take people with her yet, or is it just Magpie? It's just Magpie. Now, this is not to say you couldn't try to convince them to let you in. Like, your choices right now are to spend the time trying to convince them to let you in or trying to run to the next shelter and hope you make it. Where the next closest shelter is? You could make it using Fleet of Foot probably with no problem. For Magpie, we're probably talking about like an eight-minute run. So it'll be really touch and go if she makes it. Split the party! Magpie, can you uh, slide in? Oh, I'm going in. Yes, yes. All right, then I'll see you down in Tirahit. There's a plan. And Ilsen's going to start sprinting for the next shelter. So, Ilsen, you sprint to the next shelter. It is open. 
you're able to get in. Magpie, you're just phasing in. You're not trying to talk to these people at all. No, she's going to try and talk her way in first. We're not going to go that extreme. Okay. Yet. Not that bad. Okay. Give me a 12 social roll. Peacefully opening communications. Sure. And persuasion. Yep, that would stack. So that would be a six. Okay. <laughs> Don't celebrate yet. Nat 20, bitches. They give me a good seat. <laughs> Okay, you're definitely going to get in. What would you propose as a major effect? I mean, do you want to do that before Ilsen runs, like, and use your major effect to get Ilsen in too, or does Ilsen just want to run? Ilsen's going to run because remember, Magpie's a wanted woman with a known face. So, oh right, yeah, you yeah, should yeah. save that for yourself. I mean, she's wearing her mask right now, but yeah. Part of me is just like they don't find it weird that she's wearing a mask in the shelter, and they're just like, "Yep, she's just doing her. Leaves her alone." Okay. Yeah. So as you come in and they lead you in, like, oh, is there still a gas problem over on Third Street? Yes, it's getting quite bad. So I just thought I would leave it on in case things happen. Yeah, I've been hearing that, especially in that area. But you know, they've there's a lot of new money there, so it makes sense. <laughs> new money will never learn. Esri, I need you to make me two might rolls to hold on to Yasmin as we're doing this. The first one. It's not that hard because it's the first part of the exertion, and that's only a nine. So I'll spend a level of effort. Okay. Makes it six. Should have put my skill in carrying. Only you were jumping right now. A five. So <laughs> I will spend one of these XPs because I don't want to trap you guys, man. TV would be so bad. Mm-hmm. Seven. Woo! <laughs> Whoa. Okay. You have got into the edge of the city and you're currently flying down. I assume you're just going to go in at the first tier rather than trying to go any farther. Yeah, she's not going to play any games. Okay. And are you heading for the tunnels or are you heading for a shelter? There are shelters here. They're probably not that different in distance from each other. The tunnels. Okay, so you start booking it towards the tunnels. Now, at this point, the weight of Yasmin, even though she's just a slip of a thing, is starting to add up over time. So now it is going to be a trying to think of what's reasonable. Like I'm trying to imagine like carrying a heavy weight for that long. I'm going to say it's a 15. How fast is Yasmin? Yasmin is an NPC. She doesn't have fleet of foot. She can run like a normal person. You could absolutely take that risk. Oh God, no. Ezra can move just as far on her feet. So she's going to stop flying and use fleet of foot. So if it's like if that's the same across the board, but I'm gonna say that probably flying is better for you here because you don't have to worry about any obstructions oh, or anything true. like that. Like you can okay. move as fast as you can. If you're on your feet doing that, then you have to worry about trying to wor- weave mm-hmm. your way through people running to the shelters. Okay. So I'll spend a level of effort. I didn't already say that. Come on, big money. No whammies. No longer vibing with this die. Right. 19. Nice. Okay. So you will make it to the tunnels without dropping Yasmin. What would you propose as a minor effect? That no one saw Ezri flying? I feel like this would be a major effect. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think that would be a major effect because you're fucking And no flying. one remembers Ezri flying? <laughs> Perhaps they thought it was a large bat. That's a fucking huge bat. What you could say is that there are no authority figures nice. that are down here that would have seen Ezri flying. Perfect. Other people might have seen Esri flying, but like they're they're people of the Warrens. Yeah, no one's gonna believe them. <laughs> they still call them burrowers. Yeah. Okay, so you are heading towards the tunnel. As you're going in, you notice that there is 
one person. You don't know this person. He's relatively young. You think maybe 19-ish. His clothes are rather plain, but he does have a bandana tied to his arm that you would associate to one of the gutter gangs that operate in lower tiers. He must have been up here for an errand or something. He's also booking into the tunnels. And as you go into the tunnels and move behind the rock, because you don't want to have any part of you that's facing the opening to the cliff, the pulse goes off. (gasps) As always, when a pulse goes off, even though... You are behind rock. You still get the feeling, and this is true for all of you up on the surface too, this after image of a flash. Like someone briefly flashed like a really high intensity light in your eyes and you've got spots. Wow. There is a weird vibration that you feel in all the rock around you and the other materials. And Esri, notably, that young man's calls as he was running towards the tunnels as well are cut off in the moment of the pulse. Oops. And there is utter silence. Ezri will set Yasmin down and give her like an ugh look. (laughs) Oh shit, that poor guy. Yeah, it's dangerous out here. And you guys know that once the pulse goes off, there's no further risk. Like once the sensation of the pulse is done, it'll be a little warmer in the city of Lathe and in the Warrens as a result. Like you definitely feel like it's gone up at least like four degrees Celsius Mm. in the whole area, you know from experience that that will last for a couple days. And just like always when a pulse happens, Ezri is somebody who grew up in Lathe, unlike somebody like Ilsen. When you look out at where that man would have been, there's only an empty pile of clothes. Dang, free clothes. (laughs) Lots of free clothes. Wait, sorry. Wow. I mean... (laughs) What a tragedy. (laughs) Magpie, one of the things you notice is that in that shelter, a couple of the rich people clearly run in there with a bottle, and they are currently pouring shots of something that looks dark and expensive and sipping it to surviving another pulse. I guess I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and build my own shelter now. It's so gauche having to hide. It's so expensive, you know, getting the rock, I mean... They're always saying, like, oh, what if the Warrens cave in? Yada, yada, yada. No, we need shelters up here, too. It's just part of the infrastructure we should be expecting. I mean, if the Warrens collapse, will it really be a loss? That's what I'm saying. There's at least one or two tiers out there that don't matter. Exactly. They'll just build new ones, right? Yeah, honestly, I mean, what could possibly be of note on the third tier? Exactly. If these people would just pull themselves up by their bootstraps, it wouldn't be so bad. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you work hard in Lathe, it's a land of opportunity and you can make your own future. You just have to stop doing those little luxuries they're always doing all the time. Yeah, the whole, like, avocado toasted roach thing, it's just a waste of their money. I know. If they just stopped getting those... They could buy a house. They could move up to tier one at least. Come on. They're just spending all their money on stupid things. We're hurting Samson. We should stop. <laughs> it's just one of those things like, oh, God, we're doing this. All right. Mm-hmm. Not that I disagree. Mm-hmm. It just it happens. I hear it all the time. I know that damned avocado toast. That's why I'm in poverty. But regardless, do you know any good events that are coming up recently? I've been hearing them things about a dog show, but I don't know if that's going to still happen with this pulse thing. But if there's anything else, 
I hope it does. I mean, I think people would riot if there wasn't. The dog show is always amazing. And I've heard rumors that it's going to be a little different this year. So I'm excited to find out what that means. How exciting. But I was looking for a fun party or maybe some place to just spend a little because I know how to manage my money. And so I have extra, unlike some people. (laughs) Well, I mean, usually after the dog show, we have an after party. I'm sorry. Terribly rude of me. (laughs) I'm Miranda. And you are? (laughs) Oh, I didn't expect this to be a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone just calls me Jesse. It's what all the popular people know me as. Just be like, I'm not into labels. Jesse. That's fun. <laughs> I like it. Jesse's a fun I name. I know. It's like an antique name. But Jesse, you should definitely come to the party. She reaches into a pocket and pulls out the calling card. I'm the host this year, and she hands you this calling card with an address on the surface city. Oh, I will be there. I'm very excited. Can't wait to see you. And I'm so lucky. Um, just don't forget, they told us to bring some extra cash with us to the dog show this year. There's going to be some fun wagering involved. <gasps> oh, this is going to be so much fun. I might skip getting that new bunker and just blow it all at the dog show. Well, yes. I mean, honestly, as much as we complain... The Empire does provide adequate bunkers. Exactly. For the people who matter. Exactly. Ilsen, your shelter is much more low-key. The pulse goes off, and then as soon as it's done, people start slowly filing out. Like, a lot of people in there clearly were woken up from early bedtimes, Mm -hmm. but they still booked ass to get there because... They know dangers. Like, everybody in Lathe knows, especially people who grew up in Lathe, know that when the pulse beacon goes off, if you're not in a shelter when it goes off, you're you're done. You're gone. Yeah, I think Ilsen's going to play it super cash and just walk out with the crowd and then at some point break away, start stealthily making her way to the uh, lower tiers. Okay. Make your way to the lower tiers. You don't even have to be stealthy. There's so many people in the streets that nobody's paying attention to you. Excellent. Esri, you and Yasmin have seen a pile of clothes and you can see other people starting to move in the streets again. Yeah, Esri's going to go pick up that pile of clothes just in case there's anything like money in its pockets. And then also, I feel like the base always needs clothes, so they grow so fast. This guy was a member of a gutter gang. You do find very little money on him. Only five shins. But what you find is a cipher. (gasps) Hell yeah. Ricky gets so cypher sick. Ezra only has one cypher because the stars are an artifact, right? Yeah, but we stole all those ciphers. What's your guys' problem? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's actually an Ilsen problem. It's a little bit of an Ilsen problem. Yasmin's carrying a couple. I think I technically have three at the moment, though. Oh. One over. Well, we can always use money. Does anyone know offense? Stace, please roll me 1d6 plus four. Oh, fuck. Three plus four is seven. You have no idea how some gutter gang member ended up with something like this. You have found a level seven detonator. And specifically, based off of the scrawls on it, you've seen this before. You've never had a chance to handle one before, but you've heard stories of it. This one's focus is that it kills time. Not a... Yes! (laughs) Time fuckery! It bursts in an immediate radius, decaying time in the area. 
Living creatures take damage equal to the cipher level that ignores armor. So seven damage ignoring armor. And they are aged the same number of years. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. Be careful while you throw that yeah. one. Yeah. Throw it at the baby. Wait, no, it also <laughs> kill the baby. <laughs> so maybe not. Ilsa, it's really young. She could get some help growing up. I, well, uh, not, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ilsa has enough trauma in her history. Mm-hmm. Dope. I cannot wait to use that on, like, a society party. Don't ruin my dog show after party. Never. No, I would not want to age dogs seven years. No, the after party. Oh, yeah, that'd be... That'd be like a massacre. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were going to no. end up at a like an eyes wide shut after party at the dog show. <laughs> Honestly, probably not that far off. <laughs> what if you are painstakingly aware of the seven years passing? <gasps> oh, that's, that's not better. Oh, that no, makes it it's worse. much worse. I mean, for sure, something like that will come to effect if it's a PC that gets hit by it. So if you're like throwing in like friendly fire. No. No. Ooh, not, well, I guess if it came down to it, yeah. No, you're right. I would. It could be fun. Give Magpie her first crow's feet. Aw. <laughs> Evil. All right. Any other clothes piles? No. Everybody else in this area made it to the shelter. Darn. I mean, good. Like, the people of Lathe do not fuck around when the pulse beacons go off. I don't know where my empathy for humanity is tonight. Okay. <laughs> All about that loot. Well, Ezri will uh, head back down to the base with Yasmin. Okay. Make your way back down to your right. Is that what the other two of you are doing as well? What time of the night is it? Well, let's say it's middle of the okay. night. Very well. So I think regardless of the time of night, Ilsen is going to go to her apartment. And is her apartment in an area of the Warrens that would be protected by the Black Rock? No. Fuck. Even the tunnels are dicey unless you know them well. Because you never know if a tunnel is, like, just slightly off and the pulse could still reach. It doesn't have, like, a straight barrier of rock or anything like that. So, yeah, like, in the Warrens, there's almost nothing that is perfectly sheltered except for the shelters themselves. All right, this might be an issue for Ilsa then. Because when she gets to her apartment, she's going to have to try to sneak in because she assumes she's being watched by ghouls. If they're keeping track of the tracker... I don't know how uh, detailed it is, but they may notice that Ilsen did not go to a uh, shelter. So here's the thing. You guys still have yet to determine what that thing is. You have no idea what it is. None of you have attempted a Numenera track to figure out what it is. You have been assuming it is a tracker. There's no guarantee it is a tracker. Yeah, but still, that's that's what I have to assume for now until we do get it checked out. Okay. Ilsen is going to... She's going to sneak to her apartment, but before she, like, enters in, she's going to just do a perception check to see if anybody is watching. Any ghouls, any anything like that. Give me an 18 perception roll. 18 perception roll. You can just assume that's always going to be the difficulty if you're trying to detect ghouls that might be hiding. Okay. All right. I got my flex skill and perception to bring it to a 15. And I think a rest is incoming, so I'll put a level of effort into that to make it a 12. 12 exactly. Hell yeah. You don't see any ghouls. You suspect that they may have run for shelter with the pulse, and if they're going to be back, they're not back yet. Excellent. Then she will sneakily enter her apartment and go to sleep, I guess. Okay. You go into your apartment and go to sleep. Where is Magpie heading after all this? Good question. 
You going back to your place? You going down to the Enclave? Or are you going somewhere else? I guess back to Magpie's place. Okay. But if she runs into an abandoned, air quotes, clothes, she's going to loot the clothes, air quotes. Even's rods. Even? Samson roll die. Tell me if you get even or on. Odd. Yeah, you don't find anything. There. So Magpie goes back to her place. Esri and Yasmin are heading back to the Enclave. The Enclave is empty, probably because people ran for shelters. So you two are actually, oddly enough, the first ones back. Yasmin is like, wow, that was... That was exciting. I mean, a pulse warning is a little bit much for the first time, but still, like, the, the actual job was fun. Yeah, it went uh, surprisingly well. I didn't know Magpie could do that. That's awesome. I'm not sure exactly what Magpie can do, but... Oh, but I, I thought you were friends. I am. I'm saying she has many hidden skills. Oh, well, that's cool, too, I guess. Magpie is cool, however... Magpie is also in a lot of trouble all the time and keeps bad company. You mean Ilsen? Ilsen seems fine. I mean Ferdinand. She blushes again. Oh my goodness, Yasmin. Ferdinand seems nice. He is nice. I'm just not used to somebody paying me that kind of attention. So let's talk about people your own age. (laughs) You mean like Keith? I'm not interested in Keith. No, not Keith. You got No, you're... I mean... I guess if, like, it's love, but that would be weird for me, I feel like. You guys are, like, my siblings. Yeah, first of all, I think his arm would break me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not... <laughs> but yeah, he's he is like a brother to me. It's just, you know, we've been on the run so long, and, you know, I don't know, he's a handsome man. He's charming. Seems nice. He does seem nice. Gave me some good advice. He does do that, too. And... Not, he just, I don't think he's trustworthy. I feel like most people aren't trustworthy. That's a healthy mindset. You keep that, Yasmin. But I do trust you, Esri. I trust you, too. Ugh. Even though we barely escaped a pulse on the night that I took you to rob a shop. Yeah. Yeah, and when you climbed on top of uh, Rock Bear, I think you said it was? Yeah, Rock Bear. Charlie. I'm going to find Charlie again. And Emery. Okay. She made that much of an impression? I mean, yeah, she, uh, one, one, she rides a rock bear. Two, she's into crime and insurrection. Those are two cool things about her. Yeah, that is pretty cool. The mask was dope. I mean, shoot, I don't think Ezra would say dope. Oh, really? I didn't see that. The mask was awesome. Yeah, some sort of Numenera artifact or something. Aren't you curious who they are? Like, what are they doing? Why do they... I mean, I'm curious, but, you know, I didn't get as much information as you did. That's true. I mean, you sort of gave me the digest version I gave that I don't want to repeat the whole entire last scene <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Esri will fill her in on every detail along the way yeah she seems kind of mysterious and honestly I mean I didn't see her but like the story you're talking about it's kind of hot right oh my god yes man the thirst is contagious I understand you are of an age and you're very hormonal right now says Esri the 23 year old <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to introduce you, actually, if, you know, I mean, she's not Ferdinand. Yeah, well, I'm not trying to be gross, and honestly, very few people seemed like they're Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, who else do you have a crush on? No, I was just saying, like, you know, it could be good for you, Esri, I'm just saying. 
you know, please don't take it the wrong way. Thanks, Yasmin. Anyway, I'm going to get some sleep. I don't know about you, but I'm a little tired. Even though I didn't do much physically, I feel like the overall stress of being sneaky and then being in your arms running for our lives, or rather flying for our lives, um, has taken a lot out of me. So I'm going to get some sleep. That's a really good idea. I'm going to get some sleep, too. Can you hang on to those items? Yeah, sure. I can hold on to them for now. All right, thanks. Ezreal, go to bed. Is everyone sleeping, I assume? I think everybody's taking their 10-hour rest, essentially. Tibu is sitting in the middle of the room, watching the door. No. Yeah, Tibu hasn't come back yet. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oof. But not many people from the Enclave are back yet. Oh, okay. Ezri will sit in a chair and watch the door. (laughs) Where have you been? So, Yasmin goes to sleep. As time passes, Geeth, Sidon, Sarkis, others all make their way back into the Enclave. Tibu comes in about 20 minutes later than everyone else. She sees you in the chair, meets your eyes for a moment, and then looks away and goes to her bedroll. Fair enough. Is that everybody accounted for? Apartment? Everybody in the Enclave is accounted for, with the exception of your two friends who don't live there. Right. Okay. So now Ezri will go to bed. Ezri, you go to sleep, and it feels like it's only been a couple hours. Oh, shit. Tossing and turning when you wake up in the Enclave. It's quiet. You can hear a few people snoring and some other breaths from other bedrolls. But you wake up in the dark in the Enclave. And you notice as you're kind of looking around, I'm going to say there's like a slight light that you always keep on in one part of the Enclave. And so from that light, you see reflected two eyes of Mr. Tompkins on a box about 10 feet away from you. Aww. Just sort of staring. She'll pat her bedroll, see if he wants to come over. He spreads his wings and flies down to the bedroll. Forgetting his wings. <laughs> and he looks up at you with empty eye sockets. Oh, Jesus! And he says, They're coming for you. They're gonna dig and dig until they find you. And then he reaches out one paw and slashes with claws. One hits your cheek, and then there's darkness, and you go back to sleep. Ten hours later, you wake up. Mr. Tompkins is at the end of the bed, near your feet, happily sleeping. But when you wake up and touch your cheek, you feel a scratch mark, and that's where we'll end this episode. Nice. Oh, man. Choices, choices. Stace, something about this episode. Mm. I mean, the pulse, right? That's Mm. terrifying. Few bad Dice rolls could have been dead. Yeah, for sure. And for the listeners, to be clear, if they had fucked up those dice rolls, there were going to be like opportunities for the characters to avoid getting caught in the pulse. So, for example, for Ezri, the biggest risk was Yasmin being Mm, caught in the pulse first. But then if she failed further, it could have been Ezri. But seriously, like anybody could have just been done with the pulse, just like with the stairs or the gas. So dangerous. Yeah, we still haven't dealt with the gas yet. Mm. Goddamn. Oh, that was my session zero. Never mind. Some of us (laughs) haven't dealt with the gas yet. Some of us have left a man to die. Oopsie. Not to die, because the worst thing about the gas is that it doesn't kill you. Oh, right. Just suffer indefinitely. live on in unending horror and pain. Yeah. Now, Ezri did kill the guy after the gas had his way out with him. Oh, yes. That's what happened. So never mind. Ezri was merciful. It was all good. 
Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? Listen, I'm going to start this review like I started introducing this to everybody else in this podcast, where I quote, I sent a screenshot with no context that says, ooh, I'll make you sin a blank until you blank nutmeg. I'd also make an anise joke, but I'm afraid of that rating board. It's called Romancevania. I remember the screenshot involved like sort of a weird like pumpkin person with also pumpkin breasts. They're huge. And (laughs) she is tied up on a very interesting, I guess, cross. I don't know the actual terminology for those things. I'm sorry, listeners. I'll do better next time. So what, is a shibari scarecrow? No, it's more like a rack. Yeah, it is. Although they probably do have... No, that's a different character. That's shibari. There is another character who's into that. Um, So have you ever been playing like the old school Castlevania? You're like, this is great, but why isn't it more horny? Congratulations. (laughs) That's World Mansylvania, where it's like, the old school Castlevania side scroller with your weapons. And then it's also a dating show. The weird part is all the characters are incredibly well written, and you're just like, fuck. Why is Brocifer so, like, after you get past the fact that he's not wearing any pants in any sense of the matter, he's actually a kind of cool dude. It's weird. It's always strange when you're looking for something for the plot, and then you're there for the characters. You're like, this isn't where I wanted to be tonight. Yeah, I was here for the plot. And now I'm invested in your emotional development. What the fuck? But yeah, it's available on Steam, Romancevania. It also plays pretty well on the Steam Deck. Also on Switch, it looks like. Oh, shit, I didn't even look at that. Huh. It looks like Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, Steam, and Epic. Yeah, it's it's actually really fun. I spent Thanksgiving playing that on my parents' couch. Shameless. I was in front of God and everybody. Yeah. I was a good person and I wore headphones though, so that you weren't hearing the most questionable things. Like, oh my God, I'm going to say the other quote. Let me just pull it up right now. I will burn this place to the ground and bleep all of your corpses. If that interests you, Romancevania, it's great because, like, each chapter you get to recruit around three people for your dating show. And it is just fun hijinks, and then you have to vote people off the dating show, and you feel bad. Ooh. Yeah. Them pumpkins, though. Damn. Damn. <laughs> great pumpkins, Charlie Brown. It's great pumpkins, Charlie Brown. Just stick your dick in it. It'll be fun. <laughs> Dude, you know Lance is getting weird in that pumpkin patch. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of Romancevania or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, we have a website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll see our various social media sites. On Mastodon, we are at explorerswanted at dice.camp. On Blue Sky, we are at explorerswanted.fm. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at explorerswanted podcast. Best place to talk about these goddamn pumpkins is our Discord. Explorerswanted.fm slash Discord <laughs> will bring you there. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorerswanted is the best place to support us. And please use our dice video code with DieHardDice. Explorerswanted at checkout. Get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. 
honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing you could do is write us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It makes such a huge difference for people who are looking for new shows. There's so many actual plays out there. And so it can be really hard for people who are looking for new shows to listen to, to find the good stuff. And so your reviews make a huge difference there. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was met, well, she knows. She knows what you did. You thought you were alone in your bedroom, but she was watching from the shadows. You didn't see her. And if you hadn't been so distracted, you might have heard her breath beginning to quicken along with yours. At the height of it, had you not been so focused, you might have noticed how close she came. She could have touched you, but she didn't. She'll be back very soon, and her teeth are very sharp. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can occasionally find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. This one felt like bait for me and Alex. I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Macedon. I don't know what you're doing in your room, Samson. I'm playing the new Just Dance because they have just they have the song seven and I have no idea how they got it in there so ding dang fast. I'm T with the Unicorn on Twitch, Instagram, and Threads. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.